Right. Welcome back to the Global Diamond Broker Podcast. This is your co-host, Colin Ferguson. <laughs> and I'm your host, G.I.A. Judy. G.I.A. Judy. <laughs> How are you feeling, Colin? I know I, you're not feeling great, but thank you for being here. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, Of Judy. course, anytime. I know we have a bunch anytime. of hot topics to talk about today, like how to buy a diamond. I can keep this one simple for you. We've been arguing back and forth all morning about... What to talk about. And then when she starts to lose the argument, she starts over and she shuts it off and she holds all the power. So why don't we talk about what you want to talk about? And and what your listeners, and, and in all fairness, your listeners... Our listeners, because they listen to both you and I... Mostly you, because you do most of the talking. Um, <laughs> anywho, I thought it would be a great idea on this episode to talk about what to look for when owning a diamond. And we say owning and not buying because the paradigm is not... Go ahead. Keep Finish what you were saying. The paradigm is not about buying. It's about owning. And owning forever. You know, I think it just dawned on me why you and I are a bit at odds over this. Mm -hmm. And it's because you're a girl and I'm a boy. And what you want out of a diamond and ownership is different. Is completely different from what I want out of a diamond. What do I want? What do I want? You want when you let's let's say theoretically like theoretically is even a strong like like it may not be the right word. You know, there is a possibility. There's a good possibility. That someday you will get engaged. And I don't, you know, I'm the middle of four sisters. And so I talked to them about this. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I think that, and, and I know that for a woman, a diamond is a completely different thing from a man. Right. A completely different thing. And so all you men out there. Listen to this, because this is what I, I, I can tell you after brokering hundreds of millions of dollars worth of diamonds, and, and including you know at least a million now in the last month. Go us. Right? Like, we've been busy. Yeah. We're popular. We're popular. <laughs> is what a woman, if you look a woman in the face... Well, you don't have to look her in the face. I guess you can. <laughs> if you ask a woman oh what's most important to her and her diamond. It's beauty. It's beauty. It's always going to be beauty. It always has been beauty. It, it, right? Because, you know, the way I describe it is crystallized love on your finger. But here's the thing. The guy, his paradigm is completely different. He's looking for Value. Val- well, he would probably call it a deal. Okay. And, and his biggest fear. Now, what's a guy's biggest fear about buying a diamond? I don't know. The financial aspect of it? Well, we'll talk about that as part of it. And, and or getting ripped off? Getting ripped off. And, and I'm going to say this. In the diamond industry today, and for a very long time, most people have been getting ripped off. We just did a TikTok where I went out and and talked about the fact that diamonds are not a financial investment. After and, and with great respect to the the 
mine diamond industry, which I will forever represent. I represented that industry for decades. Mm -hmm. Love the industry. But but the fact is, there's very deep changes in the industry these days that are, are causing a real crisis in the industry. You sure it's not crises? I'm sure it's not crises. <laughs> um, that was another one we've had at it this morning. But... but it, the guy does not want to get ripped off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in all fairness to guys owning a diamond, this is something ideally you do once in your life exactly. and you've got to get it right the first time. And, you know, that's the issue. So so it's, it's a lot of fear for a guy. And how does he know? And the industry does not help people. Mm -hmm. The four C's, and, and don't get me ranting about it again, is a joke. The four C's of cut, color, and clarity weren't developed for you to be able to buy diamonds. It was developed for De Beers when they were the monopoly that they're no, they no longer are, but when they were a monopoly, a, a system to sell crappy diamonds and dress them up in a nice suit. Mm -hmm. That was good, eh? That's pretty right? I didn't hit you. I am sensitive We're, today. It's no, on camera. I touched you. No, you tapped me like No, this. you tap like that. You also forget your forearms are the size of my freaking thigh, so be careful. I'm not quite sure of that anymore. There was you a time. Was. Um, <laughs> but but that's the reality of this today is mm -hmm. is the not has the industry changed in terms of the availability of, of the, the main product, which is the diamond itself, and the massive choice between a diamond that comes out of a laboratory and, mm -hmm. and, and, and the challenges there for you as a consumer and, and the greater challenges of diamonds that come out of a mine, that come out of the earth. Right. And so it's a whole new game. But at the end of the day, I would say you're right mm -hmm. and I'm right. So you're right. And I think... How diplomatic am I, hey? <laughs> the very start of it all you know when you go to purchase a diamond or a piece of diamond jewelry i think that's one of the biggest questions you got to ask yourself is whether i want a mind or whether i want a lab grown and, and once and you're we past deal in both that, mm -hmm. once you're past that i i think that or maybe in front of that is the beauty aspect of course because of course. at the end of the day unlike anything else a couple ever owns this goes with you wherever you go for the rest of your lives together. Mm -hmm. And so I think whether it's a lab-grown diamond, and maybe that's the paradigm we need to talk about, is what you brought it up earlier, is the ownership paradigm, is this is not about buying. This is about owning and owning forever. And, and you right. got to get it right the first time. And so if someone, if someone tells you, that um, we may have to start to medicate you for these, okay? Like, because you're just, you're just on edge today, okay? Would you mind taking a couple Valiums or something? Sure, okay, sure. I'll take, hey, that's okay. I'll get the crew on it, okay? <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, for sure, it's about beauty. And, um, and for sure, it's about forever, I mean, that's the plan. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, when you move forward with your diamond ring, the only return 
you know, when when if you were going out for dinner with your girlfriends or or with your husband's business associates or friends from work or whatever, and and you stick your finger out, there may be bigger diamonds, there may be smaller, but there should never be more beautiful. And really, that's the only return on a diamond. There is no financial return. There is no secondary market here like the used car market, yeah. where when you buy a car, you have a shot to recover some of it. It doesn't happen. And, you know, for the doubters, go out online, take your diamond engagement ring that you have today if you don't believe that this is not a financial investment or if some jeweler tries to, by the way, I don't mean to say jeweler like it's a bad word, but it's kind of a bad word if you, anyway. it, it, and and see what you can get for your diamond. Whether it's mind or lab. Whether it's mind or right? lab. Pennies for dollars. Right? Pennies for dollars. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. So yeah. so I think those are some of the things to consider right off the bat. Is And, and then you have to ask yourself, how do I find beauty? Mm-hmm. What defines beauty? Right. How do I know? I mean, in a jewelry store with all the lights they have, broken glass will sparkle. Yep. Right? Exactly. But that, that ain't where you, you're going to wear. your diamond ring. Yeah. So, so yeah, so there, we agree nice. to disagree. No, we agree. Well, I'm a boy. we're on the same page. Well, you're, you're a man, an old one at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Really? Don't touch me, please. I'm okay. Sorry. Quit bro quo. Okay. <laughs> but yes, women and men at the end of the day uh, seek value in different things. That's, that's exactly diamond, right? right. And so. And I think the diamond, and we've never really gotten into this before. The diamond is one of those places where there's two completely different mm-hmm. agendas. Mm-hmm. The guy wants a deal. And, you know, I, I'm afraid what happens a lot is guys will go into places and the guy will go, look, this is a J color. It's an SI. He may not talk like this, but I'm trying to make it sound sinister. Does this sound? Look, it's a J color. It's <laughs> okay, an SI. Okay, we get the point. Here it is on the GIA scale, mm-hmm. if it's even accurate. Mm-hmm. This is the other exactly. thing. It's more Appar- often than not. Right? More often than not, it's, it's not, not accurate. accurate. Um, and and so he ends up with the diamond where he thinks there's value and then he wonders why he never sees his wife's left hand again where the number one thing we get with our diamonds and I, I make no bones about it we broker we're the broker we have no middlemen in our industry uh, our business, pardon me, there's no one in between us and the mines or save the, the cutter mm-hmm. or the lab save the cutter mm-hmm. and uh Price isn't going to be our issue. No one's going to beat the price. But why we're having so much success in a diamond world that's in such turmoil is that's what we want for our clients. Right. We want them to have value mm-hmm. for him, for me, mm-hmm. and to have beauty for you. Nice. Right? Yeah. And so to that end, I may talk about this right now as well, and I didn't know I was going to be talking about this today. You're going to see what I refer to as our luxury brand come with our new website on April 1st. So so if you haven't been to our website, theglobaldiamondbroker.com, we are not launching a new website, and we are giving away an argyle pink diamond at that time. Worth $2,000 US. US. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, what? So, I don't know. <laughs> so, so these are the things you gotta consider mm-hmm. right off the bat. So, so he loves you, but and he wants to get you the diamond you want. 
you've got to make it clear. I think a woman has to make it clear. That's almost nearly impossible for women to do, apparently. Is that like a shot at me? No, a shot at women. Why? Because women are known to be, you know, unclear about things and what they want. Oh, I disagree. Not the women in my life. You're certainly not. Mm. You're kind of to the point and mean. No, (laughs) I think that... um, I think that what what women need to do when it comes to this aspect of ownership is to make it clear that they want beauty and for him to seek out what beauty is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and don't settle for a a G, gross, or an H, horrible, or an I, indecent, or a J, a joke. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are the color of urine, and yet companies like Tiffany are selling them like they have some sort of value when they don't. I use the T word, eh? Mm-hmm. I think that's wrong. I don't care. Tiffany, sue me. Okay? He wants you to should be not be selling those diamonds as a luxury item. Mm-hmm. You know, luxury is beauty. And this is where we're going with our new brand that's coming out. It's called Rare Rock. And these are visually and technically, if you are on our Instagram or watch our TikToks, these are visually and technically <coughs> the world's most beautiful diamonds. And it's a luxury brand that you also get to be intelligent as the guy because you can get her everything she wants. And I don't think 98% of women are wrong about what they want. They want beauty and a product that, although the setting is not what you pay for, what you pay for is a diamond. I mean, there's only a couple hundred dollars worth of gold in a setting for a million dollar ring, and the same ring can hold a five hundred dollar engagement ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this is the a true luxury. It's beauty. It's just a better price. You don't have to pay more to have luxury in a diamond, the ultimate luxury, which is the ultimate beauty. And not only that, we're going to guarantee that. For life so if it's ever not the prettiest diamond in the room just return it get a full refund we're the only company in the world that offers such a guarantee well we're the first i'm sure they'll come after me like they always do and try to mimic like think of diamonds direct my little imitation business. is best form of flattery the highest form of flattery is i think what you're looking for there but that's good is that why you act like me all the time I don't act like you all the time. Why would I want to act like you? <laughs> um, I think we should talk a little bit about budget. What sure. do you think? Sure. So what is De Beers' rule? You know, they had created this rule of how much a man should spend on their woman's diamond engagement ring. And this is a super outdated thought process. But what was it? Two months salary? Why is it outdated? Why is it outdated? Yeah, why do you feel it's outdated? They've had it forever. Forever. Right? Uh, it, well, they haven't had it forever. I mean, you know, the De Beers Diamond Corporation, when Judy talks about De Beers for all you millennials out there, it's the company that really started the industry, started by a fellow by the name of Cecil Rhodes. If you've been to university, you've probably heard of Rhodes Scholars. <laughs> this is predicated on Cecil and his trying to attract the top students in the world to this amazing company in the world. Um, Today, De Beers is a a big luxury jeweler as well as still the largest player in the mine diamond business and now the largest player 
in the lab-grown diamond business, which is kind of fascinating, but not surprising. Mm -hmm. And so they set down guidelines, kind of like the four C's, kind of BS guidelines, because they know most people buy their diamonds with their heart, not with their heads. And so to help guys make this decision, they set down a two-month salary guideline. So if you made 100000 a year, you had to spend 20000 on the engagement ring, with, which I understand most women had no problem with. Bring it on. Let's move to three months. And they did move to three months. And all of a sudden, it lost favor with guys. Mm-hmm. So they thought two months is so much. But three months? And all of a sudden, it was out the window. So they reduced it back to two months. And that's the way it remains today. The reason I say it's outdated is because, I mean, for a company like us, we talk about the fact that your budget is, you know, your business, and it's what you decide to spend on her diamond engagement ring. Right. And so following this, you know, stupid guideline of two months, it doesn't apply to everyone. No. And and it's only a guideline. There are, you know, again, there are people who pay a lot more. There are people who pay a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But it's it's kind. I think budget's a personal choice. It is a personal choice made, made on personal finances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we sure sell a lot of big rocks these days. Hey, it's crazy. Big, big and small, but big. Mostly big. We've really moved into the U.S. market, <laughs> which you know is fifty-one percent of diamond sales in the world. And right. We're very, very strong in that market. Of course, we're good in our own market, but you know we're shipping to so many countries these days i wonder it it is a global thing i know that for sure from my 40 years in the industry and and being so fascinated like i am today by the industry and so so those are some of the things i think on how to buy a diamond that that we can sort of start this should we turn it into a series or that's not a bad idea Right, mm-hmm. like and 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 kind of nail down more aspects of it, mm-hmm. but suffice it to stay. Maybe, I think I need some corrective toothpaste. Uh, suffice it to, to say. say that the number one thing I think is beauty. Figure out how to get it and exactly what it is in a diamond, and I can tell you what it is. It's fire and brilliance and scintillation aka transparency well the transparency is where that comes from right right? Mm -hmm. so but transparency not just in the diamond but transparency for him too and pricing and grading and find someone who's not going to bs you into buying something that's not beautiful and i don't care if it's one of the big chain stores the big so-called luxury brands um IJK color and these are colors these companies are selling look like urine they do not sparkle out in the real world I don't care if it carries a brand Mm -hmm. she will not compare after she compared for example with one of our diamonds you'll never see her left hand again because she's embarrassed because for her it's crystallized love in the finger That's that's the number one thing and the number two thing, I think people got to take a closer look at, and some people don't want to look at all, and I respect that, but you, there's no difference to the most trained eye in the world 
between a diamond that comes out of a laboratory and a diamond that comes out of a mine. Mm -hmm. And this is problematic. This is problematic for people. And so really give that some thought. And I'll say this, if you want to talk to us about it, if you're concerned about the decision, look, my cell phone, our email, our Instagram, our TikTok, message us, ask us. We're here to help. You know, what is it I say? We're the global diamond broker. Now you're an informed diamond buyer. What you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? So we're here, we're available. Um, I think that's a, a, a good intro to what you wanna think about with diamond ownership or diamond upgrading as the woman was doing mm -hmm, today from mm -hmm. the far east of Ontario. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are important considerations right off the bat. Perfect. How'd we do? Did we get through it this time? I think so. Are you okay emotionally, mentally, mm -hmm. physically? The physical wasn't too much for you? I'll get I, there. Right? You we'll fine? We'll get there. Well, so there we have it. That's episode number 32. Um, and we're excited to do these. And it's surprising always to me how many people listen to our podcast. So Why is it surprising to you? I don't know. I just think you're so bored. Oh, uh, I don't know. Next week, this is going to be a one-man show. <laughs> oh, is that one man or one woman? Because apparently you run everything mm -hmm. around here now. I'd like to see you try and set up the podcast on your own. Okay, here she goes again. <laughs> get ready for this if you get married. Someone, okay? said, someone said that we're like an old married couple. Yeah, for sure. I can totally see Here it. she goes again. I'm learning not to listen which is the key to a happy relationship. No, the key to a happy relationship hey, is agreeing. Yes, dear. Like if I could just... Yes, that's what I was just going to say. If I could yes, just yeah, learn to shut up, right? Just exactly. have at it. Anyway, you guys, grateful to have you here. This was fun. We'll see you next week. God bless. Bye.